Dark save for light being cast from the big TV screen and the imminent sunrise that's teasing the one starry sky with whispers of morning. Hey, George. Hey, Lions. How's it going? It's going good, man. It's been a whole nother year since the last time we did one of these, and this time that's actually true. Just it's just just Georgian lines, just 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 Georgian lines until the end of time. Just just, just for a hundred years, for not, 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 not ninety nine more seasons and ninety nine more episodes. Just Georgian lines. Yeah, I th- I think we have. I mean, this is year three, or we're we're ending year three. I th- I think we have ninety seven more years in us. Yeah, yeah, and actually, that if this is the you know beginning of season. This would be the beginning of season three. No, the end of season. Yeah, so we're off by a year. I was going to say, like, that actually quote would line up perfectly with the Rick and Morty season three. So close. Opener. So close. So close. Yeah. Off by a year. It's okay. Darn. So here's what we're doing. Um, we're going to do our uh, top and bottom of 2019, right? So our 2019 yep. year in review. So Woo. here's the rules. Uh, we're each going to pick three games. Uh, we're going to start with our bottom three. And then do our top three. Uh, mm-hmm. No nostalgia games are allowed to be in the bottom three or the top three. We just have like one nostalgia honorable mention. Um, and this does not have to in any way line up with how we felt when we recorded the episode. Because, and I actually have this in my notes, and this will be the theme of these going forward. To quote you from an earlier one of these, this is not about facts. It's about feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. No one can argue with that. You can't. I've literally gone up to people. I'm, I've said, like, I'm never going to argue with how you feel. No one can take that from you. Here are the facts behind what we are discussing. <laughs> yes, exactly. So so these are, are our personal, uh, you know, bottom and top three. Um, I do want to throw out uh, because it is still as we record this and when this will be released the month of January in uh, the year of our Lord and Savior, Super Mario 2020. Yes. And Mm -hmm. uh, if you go back and listen to the 2018 review, which you can find a link in the show notes, as well as it's like literally in your podcast uh, player, um, there's a link to the Celeste giveaway. So if you want a free copy of Celeste, go do the things. There's instructions. It's not complicated. And it's free, and you could win a copy of the game. Um, So uh, I wanted to do something we didn't do very quickly for the 2017 and 2018 year in reviews, which is I'm going to just very quickly read the list of the games we played this year. All right. So in actually, is, is this, is this the same list? This is the same list, exact same list. If we read it off the same list then we could alternate each one and that might sound cool. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go yeah. in, in chronological order. So I'm going to start with uh, the first game we played in 2019 was super smash brothers. Uh, Super Smash Brothers, Star Fox 64. Tetris. Final Fantasy Tactics. Pokemon Snap. Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening. Shovel Knight. Kirby 64, Crystal Shards. Sonic Spinball, not Sonic the Hedgehog Spinball. (laughs) (laughs) Jumpin' Flash. Enter the Gungeon. Legend of Zelda. Bushido Blade. Soul Blazer. Math Blaster. Metal Gear. Metal Gear Solid. Dead Cells. Wario Land colon Super Mario Land 3. 
Aladdin, or maybe it was Al, or just Din. Ha! You got you got to double dip on that joke. I did. I'm really <laughs> excited about that. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two, the best one. Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Earthbound. Bubble Bobble. Banjo Kazooie. New Nostalgia Goggles. Sydney Hunter and the Curse of the Mayan. Nice. So that was our whole year. That was our 2019. That's what we did. That's what we did with our lives. We did nothing else. Nothing else. We did those things. No jobs, no <laughs> families. Nope. Just, just we recorded these episodes and then s- sat quietly in a room eating saltines until it came time <laughs> to record the next one. <laughs> and lemonade? No. Tap water. No. <laughs> just, just tap water and saltines. We, we don't live well. All right. So uh, you, you want to kick us off with your, 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 okay. So this is never okay, going to so go it's, away it's, now. So it's, it's yeah. least worst. Least worst. Yes. Neutral worst. And then worst, 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 worst. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what is your least worst game of 2019? Super ghouls and ghosts. Super ghouls. So I had a long think about that game. I did too, man. And, and I did. I, and whether or not it would appear or where it appear, if it appeared. So it's it's your least worst. Why? Yeah. Because this is about feelings, and I hated this game so much. I mean, and, and it's got to come down to the thing that's going to be tattooed on my tombstone, <laughs> tattooed on my body, <laughs> carved on my tombstone. I guess. Ugh, unless, like, carved like on your take, body. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, unless they take my skin and put it over my tombstone. <laughs> oh, my. Um, yeah, this this got weird. But actually, playing this game, that's what it feel, felt like. <laughs> hey, I did it. I brought it back. Uh, no, it's it's just the the cycle time was just. I would have really enjoyed this game. It is similar in difficulty to Celeste, which uh, if you go and do the things, you can you can verify me on. But uh, um, you know, it's similar in difficulty to Celeste. It's just yeah, I would spend so much time slogging through to get to the fun thing that I had missed. Um, it's. It was it, it it pulled a lot of swearing out of me. It was really <laughs> deeply, tragically frustrating. But overall, it was a well crafted game. Aside from like the punishing nature of it, like the visuals were good. You know, it was uh, very thematically appropriate. So I was like, I I hate this game a lot. So I want to I want to I want to hurt it. So I'm going to put it on this list. <laughs> but I'll I'll make it the least bad. So, so that way I can feel good about myself. So that's, that's kind of my, my reasoning behind it. So, so I will, uh, I, I, I won't throw counterpoints at every, every game. Cause then this episode will be like six hours long, but mm-hmm. I will say that this year had several games where when I was trying to build my bottom three list, I kept catching myself going, but I'm glad I've played it now. Right. Right. And like, that was a, it's, it's hard to hate something that you're like, I'm glad I had this experience that I hated. Right. It's like, there was a meme for a while where it's like you, you, there's, I, I don't remember the exact comic, but it's like, you give something to someone and they're like, thanks. I hate it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's kind of how I felt about this game. So like it, it didn't, it actually, I'll just, I'll give away the, 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 the thread. It didn't make it into my bottom three at all. And it's mm. just like, I'm really glad I had this experience that I hope to not have again. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's fair. Like I said, I wrestled with it, but, uh, but yeah, so your, your least worst, uh, my least worst was math blaster. 
and yeah that yeah. one almost that one almost made my number three right and i i struggled putting this on here a little because it's a weird ass outlier right like this, yeah this game like we almost played it as a joke but it was like it was an audience request and we did both play this game as kids right so like it meets all of the you know we are technically correct right it the best kind of correct yeah it it met all the criteria for a game that would be appropriate for the show and so like but it's it is uniquely not directed at adults right it's not the kind it's not like a silly like yoshi's island which is kind of silly but an adult could still totally enjoy it right or like disney stuff which is like silly but adults can still totally enjoy it right it was not that this is a thing for children and because i am a career educator slash educator adjacent person i don't like the way this just drills people endlessly so yes like i was I'm not the right audience and I'm like doubly the wrong audience because I was like personally offended. Yeah, no, I, I, I can totally get on board with that. Like I said, I, I wrestled with putting this one in my math monster in my bottom three. It is uniquely uh, ill-suited. And, and honestly, I think the thing that we kind of discussed in the episode, which is that, you know, I think that this game shouldn't, this type of game really shouldn't exist. Is that what you should do is if you want to, drill somebody and and or or teach concepts or something like that you you come up with a game where you have to understand the concept in order to play it so instead of if you want to if you if you want to teach somebody math don't make them play math blaster make them play tabletop dnd that's how you get people to learn arithmetic backwards and friggin forwards you yeah. know this is if if you uh the quote is something like if you want to build a ship don't get men together and have them chop down trees and, you know, get twine for ropes is get them together and give them an undying love for the sea. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden they'll, they'll take care of the rest. Yeah. Yeah. So, so no, I feel you. I I can get on, I can get on board that. I support, I support this (laughs) message. All right. What was your neutral worst? Least worst and, and worst, worst works neutral worst i'm not so middle worst middle worst middle worst who's your middle worst yeah it's like bratwurst i was gonna say middle middle worst seems like something you would order with sauerkraut and mustard it's 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 bratwurst but made by J.R. tolkien (laughs) 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 Um, sorry just nobody could see that but your face lit up on that it uh, i was i was generally happy with how much that tickled you Uh, no i like Um, that a lot that's what it's called now (laughs) Uh, and, and, you know, honestly, I'm getting the feeling that a lot of our stuff isn't going to line up on this one because uh, my number two is Bushido Blade. You know, I I had a strong feeling that that was going to show up on your <laughs> list because it's not awesome without nostalgia goggles, right? Like the Super whole not. the whole episode is, man, they tried to do some interesting things and uh, yeah, it's super interesting. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it does it does try a lot of stuff. And, like, weird – I mean, you know, like, the multiple stances, that's really cool. It's a really cool idea. The fact that you can switch out weapons, you know, independent of the player, that's really cool. The fact that it's one-hit kills is a little weird. The fact that it, you know, doesn't – but the the thing that where I was like I was like well you know kind of vastly back and forth but when I when my brain hit on this I was like ah yes this is the solid footing I need to to feel good about putting this on this list which is it has a whole lot of rules it 
never tells you, you know? Yeah. And, and no, you're, you're 100% correct. You are thrown into the deep end where every mistake results in your death and just expected to enjoy it. Yeah, just figure it out. And literally, if not having spoken to you, somebody who is basically an expert on this game, I wouldn't have known that the game was longer than five minutes, you know? Because I just hopped into the story mode and played through it. And I was like, did I just beat the game? Oh, I was anticlimactic. I spoke with you and you're like, oh, no, man, there's, there's, there's a lot more going on. That and the fact that somebody blocked my full-blown katana <laughs> swing with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Which if you want to hear more about my, my deep-seated feelings about that, go listen to that episode. That was yeah. un- unfortunate. Yeah. Now, th- this is because when I was going through the list to make sure I, I had all the games and I got to Bushido played, I was like, I will be shocked if this doesn't make it in his bottom three. <laughs> like it's just because the game does not set you up to enjoy it. You, you were not yeah. set up for success, right? Like it, it's hard for me to say like, Oh, well, you just didn't enjoy the art correctly. Like this art did not want you to enjoy it. Nope. No. And, and, and I think too, the, the, the big thing is that it, it really it is the type of game that you need to be 12 and have nothing on your docket to enjoy, you know? I mean, and like, I did. <laughs> yeah, and you did, and you enjoyed it. It, it. This this very firmly falls into the spectrum of when people say, you know, should I watch Dragon Ball Z? It's like, I don't know, are you 16? No? Then don't watch Dragon Ball Z. Like, don't go back and watch it. Watch Dragon Ball Z abridged. That show's hilarious, but... Don't go watch Dragon Ball Z. Like to me, somebody if somebody said, "Should I go back and play Bushido Blade?" I'm like, "Do you have tons of hours to sit around with a friend and just play this nonstop?" No, then no. I mean, the, so you're the the fact that there's only been a handful of other attempts at that sort of game makes me think Bushido Blade's attempt at that formula isn't terrible. It's not good, but that that formula may just not really have mass market appeal right so it's it's just it's a weird it's weird it's weird it's just weird so your uh your hobbit my bratwurst my my middle verst um yeah my my middle verst uh is pokemon snap and okay and and this is probably not the game's fault but my experience with that game was just not good it just Mm. wasn't good and and i I wish I could say like, oh well, I you know I'm definitely going to go back and give it another try, but I'm not. Screw that game, like <laughs> just <laughs> because even even after I found out later, like oh, there's all these stupid things that I was doing wrong, and there's all these like clever little hidden things that you can do. I don't really care that much about Pokemon. Like I <laughs> I completely dodged somehow that craze as a young child like i'm aware of it you would have to have just recently gotten to this planet to not be aware of it but pokemon snap is so ancillary right it's 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 deleted scenes it's interviews with the director like it's not it's not it's not the kind of thing you do if you didn't watch and love the main movie right i didn't play and love the main games i might have done but i didn't and so to do play an entire game that is essentially bonus features in universe mm-hmm. is just not fun. And then yeah. I had like a bunch of other, you know, weirdness around it just because of the the you know janky like old hardware I had to use to play it. But like it just wasn't it just wasn't good. I just didn't have a good experience. The only thing that, that particular episode happened to be a, a guest episode, so like 
I did have a nice time recording it, but uh, God, it's just not fun. It's just not fun. That game is just not fun. Well, and uh, and my memory of that game, I, I I always hated that game just because, you know, if I remember correctly, Pokemon Snap came out on the N sixty four before any true Pokemon games came out on the N sixty four. Well, you know? okay, so th- this is a thing that I know about because, again, you can't be into video games and not be aware of Pokemon stuff, but supposedly there are no mainline Pokemon games that were first released on a home console until the newest one, Sword and Shield. There are right. re-releases and stuff, but like apparently everyone who ever played Pokemon did it all on Game Boys. Like That was well, just how it was. And that's fine, but basically what I was looking at, what I was excited about, it didn't have to be on a home console. What I wanted was to see, instead of Bulbasaur using Whip, moving one one pixel to the left <laughs> and then back, and then the person like flashing, I wanted to see that animation, mm. right? And they were like, guys, we got a Pokemon game coming straight to the N64. And I'm like, three dimensions? I get to see Bulbasaur <laughs> w- rendered in his three-dimensional glory? Oh, yes, you will. And I get to train him and fight with him? No, you do not. You get to take <laughs> pictures of him. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I must have stroked off there for a minute because it sounded like you said, I don't get to train. I don't get to play Pokemon with the Pokemon. That is correct. That's like, this is this is dumb. This is ostensibly obs- and obstinately dumb. Yeah. You know, so, uh, so yeah, so that, that, so good, good. Yeah. No, as, <laughs> as soon as I, what, once I put the pieces together in my mind and I realized that it's an on rails shooter Pokerazzi game, I was just like, I don't, yeah. I don't care about any of this. Like, maybe if I love the Pokemon universe, I would think that game was just amazing. And if you put some other coat of paint on that game, then I would think that game is amazing. But I didn't, and they didn't, and I don't. So <laughs> what is your worst, worst game of 2019? My worst, worst game of 2019 was Luigi's Mansion. Oh, no. <laughs> that was something else. Um, no, my worst, worst game is, uh, and this one I think we might be aligned on, Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. It's because it's Metal Gear. It's because it's Metal Gear. It's because it's so bad. It's bad. It's so bad. It's It's real bad. And I think that, you know, it's one of the hardest questions I've ever been asked in my entire life was, I remember it. uh, Oh, yeah. We we were sitting around. It was at my bachelor party. We were sitting around a campfire. And Frank turned to me and said, which is a worst movie? Avatar The Last Airbender (laughs) or Dragon Ball Evolution? And... And I said, and I sat there like, you know, and it cut to you know, me like hands and face, you know, like drinking, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. So, and then I remember what I said was, I was like, well, Dragon Ball Evolution, because it, it just did so, it didn't even try with the source material, you know? And so that brings me back to Metal Gear, where it's like, you have so many amazing Metal Gear Solid, you know, Metal Gear, the, all the these sequels. Metal Gear games. Yeah. The sequels. All the sequels are like this amazing kind of like fleshed out universe, you know, really pushing the boundaries of storytelling through video games, whether you love them, whether you hate them. They are, you know, kind of spear points on the uh, in the video game world. And and this game is nothing like that. So not only does it is it a terrible game, but your expectations are set way higher. And so it falls even further short. Well, and and I will say in defense of the game designers and the original writers and 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 everyone involved with the msx game 
that is not what we played. We played the NES game, which is what right. we should have played, right? Like that is that is what we were right to play as Americans in the time in history that we were growing up in this country, right? So mm-hmm. I don't honestly believe we would have enjoyed the MSX game like no question, but I know for a fact that a lot of the things that are horrible about the NES version were not present in the MSX version. Just some of them were right. (laughs) Like a lot of the things that sucked about it made it terrible and made it age like, you know, fine cheese are, (laughs) are, are there in the MSX version as well. But there's so much more. It's like, it's like somebody lost a bet and they were like, Oh, find a game that's already like questionable in a lot of its decisions. Cause it's trying to invent a new genre and then mm-hmm. do everything in your power to make it worse. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's bad. It, it is, it is steaming hot pile of garbage pounded inside of a dead <laughs> animal, which is then set to ferment in a toilet and damp space for 30 years. And, uh, and then you're asked to make it get up and play video games. It performs about that well. <laughs> Yikes! Um, yeah, so that that I, I had a <laughs> had a strong feeling we were going to be aligned on that. So I mean, this is also my my worst worst. Um, and I don't know if there's much additional stuff to say other than uh, and and I'm not being sarcastic here. I'm I'm really genuinely serious. Don't call our bluff on this. If you've never played this game and you have no interest in like that time in history or those kinds of games, or you're the sort of person who loves to go watch bad movies, don't waste your time on this game. It's not it because it's not bad because it was designed poorly. It's bad because they were trying to pave a new path and they just made a bunch of terrible mistakes, right? Yes. And and you I- won't learn anything by playing it. You won't enjoy it. It just don't. Just, yeah, just don't. No, don't. I mean, I, I, I am. I actively have to calm myself down from being mad at you for being so poor at communicating which game we were supposed to be playing because you just never shut up about how good Metal Gear was, and then we played it, and it was so terrible. You was know? was not a solid game. Um, so uh, you want to do our our nostalgia pick? Yeah, man. Let's, let's do it. Um, what was yours? You go first. So my nostalgia pick was actually one of my hardest selections because uh there were some good ones this year well so the the four nostalgia games we played in 2019 were shovel knight enter the gungeon (laughs) dead cells Mm -hmm. and sydney hunter and the curse of the mayan and like that's when you only get to pick one like that's a, a fairly competitive field right yes and so i really kind of thought like which of these am i most likely to play again uh, which of these am I most likely to continue to think about and to notice when other people reference it, like in their memes and stuff like that'll jump out at me and I'll be like, oh, I know what that source material is, right? Like, uh, which, which, because these are all indie games, like which of these soundtracks am I going to reach for when I need like background music while I'm working? And so I had to, for me, give it to Shovel Knight. And that's that's. That's legit. And, That's for sure legit. And and the thing that really put it over the top is I loved Shovel Knight, which is what the yeah. episode is about, right? Like that episode is us covering Shovel Knight. But then because of the Kickstarter and they met a bunch of stretch goals, there's also Plague of Shadows, whatever the other one is called, the the which is actually my favorite one, the one where he plays the the like, you know, Satan. Well, clearly knight. it isn't. Yeah. Well, 
because I, I was just mashing the start button right through the title screen. Um, and then King of Cards, the, the latest expansion. So basically, you get four games, four entire stories, four entire narratives, four entire interaction models and different level designs and everything for the price of one game. So if you like Shovel Knight like as a game, it is maybe the greatest bargain in gaming because it's like yeah oh did you enjoy that game here's essentially three sequels for free like that's just unreal i mean it'd it'd be like if you bought Mega Man one and then they gave you up through Mega Man four just included like it's 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 absolutely phenomenal so i i can't say enough good things about it um we actually uh coming up in in a few weeks here um, we have an interview that you and I got to do with one of the developers for the King of Cards expansion. Uh, that has nothing to do with the fact that I picked this game. No money changed hands or anything. Um, uh, throwing my integrity in the question. Um, but yeah, dude, it, it's just new, nostalgia had to be Shovel Knight for me. Not that the other games weren't fierce uh, contenders, but when I really like laid out the pros and cons list, I was like, it's, it's, it's just got to be. It's just got to be Shovel Knight. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, the game the game is spectacular, and this was a really hard pick for me as well because Shovel Knight was was a very very close second, but for me it was welcome to the dungeon. We got fun and games. You know, it was, and 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 I'm not surprised that we're a little bit different than that. It's just because you know, I mean, bullet hell games are really kind of more up my alley than than yours, but uh, uh, for any number of reasons, one is that the game is just super approachable in the sense that like you can just jump in, play it die you know and then you just go right back to the beginning jump in play it you know i mean you don't have to be amazing at you do have to be very good at it to beat it but you can just never beat it you know i mean that's and, and, that's entirely fun and i didn't and it stayed fun yeah and so um and the the countless references that are in there you know and it's just the super deep cuts you know like and i mean honestly i still love still love the one where it's just the you know uh the fact that they have prize gun from the, the, Futurama. Yeah, the, the wind-up gun yeah yeah exactly it's like you know just just it was it was a game clearly so lovingly made and also the fact that you know when i'm trying to sell it to people i'm like you can get a bullet that shoots guns that shoots bullets you know i mean just wacky banana stuff like that so all of that being said is this is a game that teddy my son and i played just the just like crazy you know i mean like and not not single play not not two players we would play it single player and kind of switch off by level you know so like literally this was one of the first games where i sat down with my son and played video games with him like i would play with you know when when i was that age you know so it very much so has like a very special place in my heart but uh yeah man the game is just it's fun it's a lot of fun um slight slight disclaimer just so you know, your skills on it decay at a way faster rate than you think that they do. Because because I got to the point where like I could clear through level four pretty consistently. And then I picked it up recently with Teddy. And I was like, ooh, Teddy, we and I said to him, I was like, we have both gotten way worse at this. Like you are worse at this because you used to be able to do all this sort of stuff. And I can see that I'm way worse at it too. But uh but yeah, that's great. It's a great game. No, I if if we if I didn't have the affinity for Shovel Knight that I had, um, I would have easily been able to happily pick Enter the Gungeon because it has a lot of similar qualities, right? Fantastic music, amazing visuals, 
uh, pop culture impact that like now I'm like on the lookout for enter the gungeon memes and stuff like it's <laughs> it's actually got a lot in common with what I got out of Shovel Knight. It's just Shovel Knight did more of that stuff and better in a genre I get more enjoyment out of. So like it just right. it, it pulled itself ahead of in into the lead. But yeah, I'm 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 with you on Gungeon. Like it's phenomenal. It's good stuff. It's good. So uh, what what is your least best your third best <laughs> least best for 2019 uh metal gear solid now metal gear yep, me too. really i'm surprised it made your three but yeah no it was if yeah number three metal gear solid yeah, yeah. i mean it's just it's it it this like you it say for a, it is solid but i mean this game yep. holds a very special place in my heart right like even though the controls are kind of jank and the writing is absolutely atrocious and the story is confusing and the scratched out doll's eyes. I'm never going to stop thinking about that now when I see these graphics, <laughs> but like, it's just this game came into my life at a really uh, kind of, you know, formative time in video gaming, like in my games literacy and to circle back to something at that time and still get enjoyment out of it and confidently be able to recommend it to people who are like curious about the metal gear solid universe is like, that's, that's kind of special, right? It, there's not a ton of series that have been going for 20 years or actually, I mean the metal gear, but those don't count, but you know, there's not a lot of games <laughs> that have been going for so long where I could confidently say like, Oh no, go back to the first one. Right. Like for a lot of people, I would say, oh no, start with the fifth one and just pretend the others don't exist because most people are coming in with like a sophisticated modern shooter games literacy. But for anyone else, anyone who's like willing to deal with the controls or who's not a shooter player, so they're they're not used to that like kind of, of control schema, like I could totally confidently say, yeah, dive in. It's a crazy universe. The music's phenomenal. The story makes no damn sense no matter how many times you play it. But you're like, yeah, jump into the crazy well and drink the crazy waters and go crazy with the rest of us. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, the what what kind of put made me put it as my third because I mean, like when I was playing, I was like, yeah, this game is good. Is that I can't, I couldn't find any other game on the list that I could legitimately, in good conscience, put ahead of it. You know, mm. because you know, I mean, like it because I was looking at there were some some other games on the list that I definitely enjoyed more. You know, um, like Aladdin. Like, honestly, I had more fun playing Aladdin than I did playing Metal Gear Solid. But there's no way I could reasonably say, well, Aladdin, you know, Aladdin's a better <laughs> game than Metal Gear Solid. I mean, you know, like I would I would just feel almost petty or vindictive to like, <laughs> you know. And so I just just kind of going through and I'm like, I can't I can't reasonably put anything. I mean, even Star Fox 64, which is a really, really good, really expansive, really well-made game that I do have strong nostalgia goggles for. I And I know that this is all based on feeling and what we like, but I mean, there was just a part of me that I was like, I can't, I can't in good conscience say that this game is not, not impressive, you know? And I think that that's kind of what it is for me is that this game is impressive, you know? Yeah, the, the, the you know, dialogue is just straight out of a, <laughs> diaries of a madman (laughs) well the diaries of a madman but also too you know like very very much so out of born of the 80s machismo bondian you know like yeah diaries of a teenage madman 
Yeah, Diary of a Teenage <laughs> Boy's Mad Band. Yeah, whatever. But you know, I mean, all that being said, like the the uh, the graphics, the um, aesthetic of, is is very uh, it's very forward thinking for the time and and holds up. You know, um, the story's bananas, but the whole franchise is bananas. <laughs> and so, I mean, like realistically, I, there was not a single game on the list where I could say. I can I can say that this game is better than Metal Gear Solid. So Metal Gear Solid. Well, and, and I think uh, you you got really close to coming right out and saying that there are games that you played that you enjoyed more, but that's not your only criteria for a game, right? It's not straight fun, and the fact that this is like a beautiful artistic mess. Get, like that gets it points right like the part of what makes it valuable is that it is a beautiful artistic mess well it's it's kind of like what i say to a lot of people when you know people say you know what's your favorite game i'm like well that's a really difficult question the best game i have ever played is the last of us you know so this is kind of like in that same thing where it's like you know what's what's the best game of, of 2019 well the third best one's gotta be a million here solid because i can't in could could confidence say there was any other game that eclipsed it yeah no it's legit uh coming in at uh middle best um i i had to give it to earthbound because earthbound yeah i just i i love a good jrpg we don't get to play a ton of jrpgs on nostalgia goggles just because of their massive time commitment and i didn't want to just pick an rpg just because like oh yeah we played an rpg i'm gonna give it to an rpg because you know we've played other rpgs on the show but when i was looking across the list it it's it's one of those games uh that has stuck with me throughout my entire life i played it as a very young kid or well i played it as a kid because i wasn't that young i played it as a kid um and it has informed the kind of way I look at humor, like that deadpan, like this is insane to anyone who's willing to say this is insane. But a lot of people are just like, no, this is normal. And everyone else is like, I, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here, right? Like it's the the music, the art style is incredibly enduring and endearing. Um, th- this is one of those games that you can use, not unlike Metal Gear Solid actually, as a quick way to gauge what someone thinks of when they say RPG, right? When someone says, Oh, I grew up playing RPGs and you go, Oh, like what? And they go, Oh, you know, like earthbound that tells you something very different about what that person values in a role-playing game. than if they say, Oh, you know, like Ultima, right. And it's, it's Ultima is a phenomenal series that has had an incredible impact on the gaming universe, but Holy crap, is it different from Earthbound, <laughs> right? Like, there's just nothing really in common there. So I, I like this game for its, like, referenceability, right? Like, it's its level-setting ability, not just in my own life, but, like, as I move through the world and interact with other gamers. And it's I'm glad I finally got a copy of the soundtrack because I when I say, like, oh, I could just sit around and listen to this, like, I'm not kidding. Like, I do really... The vast majority of the music I sit around and listen to while I'm working is video game music from this era because it tends to not have lyrics and is good to have on in the background. So, I mean, I listened to the earthbound soundtrack as recently as this week. So, so like <laughs> it's still, 
right? It, it's not like, oh, just because I played the game, it's like fresh in my mind. But yeah, th- this one, this was not a, a terribly difficult choice for me. Even though the top three, we played a lot of good games this year. I was like, Earthbound, man. It's got to be Earthbound. And for me, uh, you know, it was um, Smash Brothers, you know? Like, yeah, it, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, because the thing is that, you know, not only does is the game still very, very enjoyable, incredibly playable, um, even, even, you know, with Smash Brothers Ultimate, which I have finally managed to get purchased and start playing, um, you know, I mean, like, it's, you, you can take a lot of those skills and transplant them back into the old game. There's just a couple of features that are, that are missing, you know? Um, and as we kind of mentioned in the show is that it is, uh, you know, kind of like a bunch of the ancillary stuff all boiled away to the core concept, you know? But I mean, the, the game established a, a huge franchise within Nintendo. I mean, Smash Brothers is enormous, you know? I mean, like, it's really kind of hard to find people who, who are uh, completely unaware of Smash Brothers. If you say, oh, have you ever played Smash Brothers? It's like, no, but I've heard of it, you know? Um, and yeah, I mean, like it, it, you know, the, the graphics aren't amazing, but they really hold up. And the fact that they're actual 3d when they totally didn't have to be, you know, um, the fact that the game mechanics have not really changed in the last two decades, you know, um, yeah, I mean, like, I still just absolutely, I mean, they even have the hidden characters that you can unlock, you know, uh, just just really, really enjoyed playing this game. And when I was going through, I was like, you know, well, just, yeah, Smash Brothers, it's, it's, uh, it's fantastic. It's a good game. The thing about Smash Brothers is the same thing as a lot of the Nintendo franchises, and and the thing that I'm about to say is probably why Nintendo has the legacy of success that they have, which is, like, to me, the first Smash game was um, Melee, right? Which is mm-hmm. the first Smash game, I think, for a lot of people, right? Because a lot of people missed the N64, but then their friends that had GameCubes were like, oh, my God, this game. And then you went over and played it, and you were like, oh, my God, this game, right? So, <laughs> like, I that happened to me, and I know a lot of people that that happened to, and it's probably not that uncommon, but... If you play Smash Ultimate, which, again, I coincidentally have played as recently as this week, and then you sit down and play the original Super Smash Brothers, you would be shocked how much in Ultimate is there in the very first N64 game. Like, core mechanics, music, level design, references, character... I mean, the character roster's incomparable, but you know what I mean, right? Like, they they saw so much of what they wanted to do and nailed it so close the first time that every single game ever since has just been small tweaks. I mean, more characters and more levels, but that's, that's not really what has changed game to game. What has changed game to game is the small tweaks of, is this character unplayably broken? Is this, is there a way to suck the fun out of the game for other players? And if so, can we stop that? Like how long can you, your shield be up? How many times can you air dodge? Like these little tiny tweaks to the mechanics to make the game itself more fun. But in terms of the target they were aiming at, the target they're aiming at with smash ultimate is the exact same target they were aiming at with super smash brothers. And not a lot of franchises can say, no, we damn near nailed it the first time. Yeah, Metal Gear certainly can. Um, but, uh, 
uh, and actually, no, did, did, uh, to your point before, did you notice that they completely tweaked my uh, Bowser Slam move in Ultimate? No, I usually don't play as heavies. So that's oh. that's the kind of thing yeah. that would be lost on me. But how did they nerf it? Or is it way worse? Oh, they ner- yeah, they totally nerfed <laughs> it, which I get. Like It's fair because I can't tell you how many people I pissed off. So for, <laughs> for people who, who aren't familiar uh, in, in Melee with Bowser's, you know, Slam, uh, you pick them up, you put them underneath you, and you slam into them, which means that if you did that off the side of a cliff, they would die a millisecond before you. So if you were at 200% health and you and they had you know two stock and you just brought them down to one stock, so now you're both at one stock, and you take them off the cliff, you win. And that that don't fly no more. Now what happens is, <laughs> is you die, and they're given a chance to recover. You know? Oh. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's not a viable strategy anymore, which is again I get. Like, don't get me wrong, it was it needed to be nerfed, but I miss my non-nerfed gun, you know? Like, and occasionally I'll still do it because I'll forget that, <laughs> that I can't do that anymore and I'll die and I'll be like, "Oh, right, I can't this doesn't work anymore." So I wonder like will you ever work that out of your muscle memory? That'll be the real question. Is like how many how many matches will you lose as Bowser cuz you're like, "Ah, well, probably it'll be a while because the amount of time that we put into building that muscle memory, which decays, but then the amount of time I'm spending undoing it is way, way, way less. It'll probably, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, 10 years from now, like you and I are sitting down to play Smash Brothers, you know, 4D or whatever they come out <laughs> with at that point. And, uh, and I still try that move just as like a knee jerk and be like... Nah, man. Nah, George, that hasn't worked since we were kids. I know. (laughs) That hasn't worked since we were physical beings instead of beings of pure (laughs) energy and light. Now, this is uh, aside from the countdown we're doing here. Count up, count. We're counting. Um, I did not know that you just got Smash Ultimate. So once you kind of, you know, get your feet under you, get your thumbs under you, um, we're going to have to find a night to play online because it's fun. It, the online is actually surprisingly serviceable. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah, no, let's, let's, let's do that. Right. So uh, your best best of 2019, number one. So I, I thought really hard about doing honorable mentions uh, for this year, and I don't want to make a habit of that, but there is one game that I do specifically want to give an honorable mention to. Not that it would have come in in my number one spot, but just that it arguably should be on this list and that's for me banjo kazooie Mm. i i i'm very very aware of the gigantic hole in my like legitness that i had as a gamer by having not you know played this originally and i don't plan to ever go back and finish it because that last boss can just die in a fire forever um (laughs) But, well, I mean, she can't. That's the problem you're having. <laughs> Damn it. Um, <laughs> but but I really loved the world. I loved being exposed to the, the game and the music. And, and I found it frustrating as hell. Like, it was not, you know, kind of like what you said with, uh, with you know, with, with Metal Gear Solid. It's like, it's not the most fun I had, but I'm really glad I played it. Like, I'm just legit glad that I played Banjo-Kazooie. And I'm we played so many good games this year that not getting it into my top three doesn't feel like I'm not too guilty about it, but I, I was like, eh, this is like, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe in another life, but 
the game that uh, no question made the number one slot uh, had to be Final Fantasy Tactics because mm. that game, more than any other game we played in 2019, is just a deep, deep part of who I am. I have poured <laughs> more hours into that game than maybe all the other games on this list combined. <laughs> I've played it literally into the dozens of times. It's a game that I've connected with other like insane fanboys over and fangirls over, right? Like it's just the the music, the play style. I have I've chased this dragon for my entire gaming life since I played this game. I played the Game Boy Advance sequels. They don't scratch the same itch. I've played other modern games that are like, oh, it's kind of like Final Fantasy Tactics. They're never like Final Fantasy Tactics. Like, <laughs> it's just, this was my first game of this type, even though there were earlier games that this game was cribbing from. But it's like, I, I've never been able to hit that high again. And that is infinitely frustrating, if not for the fact that replaying Final Fantasy Tactics gets me the exact same high. Like, every time is as good as the first time. It's... I, I don't know what it is about this game that puts me on the like obsessive psychotic side of the line and other people play it and they're just like, eh, it was fun. It just wasn't really for me because my nostalgia goggles are on so tight and they are so finely tuned. I just can't. It's, it's like talking to someone who is born true grayscale colorblind. Like mm. to me, I'm just frantically trying to describe colors to them. I'm like, but, but it's, of course you can understand. And they just don't get it. And, and I refuse to accept that they don't get it. Right. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you sit there and you say like, oh my God, this game is amazing. This is, and you know, you, you sit down, you look at it very, very objectively. And you say like, looking at this objectively, I've done all of my notes and this is exactly, you know, like this game absolutely holds up it is fantastic. You should play it. And then, somebody says david touch your face and then you just reach up and you feel the glasses like <laughs> on your face and you're like no no i took these off years ago it's like no you've been wearing them the entire time like, no you know like like that's the big reveal but uh honestly you know um that was a guest episode so uh so i i i wanted to put that on my list but i was like i technically you know i have not played it recently and i certainly wasn't deconstructing it when i played it so i was like loath to put it on my list um but uh but that being said no i mean i remember i have i have also played that game i played the first time you know when we were in college and you were like do you play this game and i um did the thing that that i always do think which is get to like <laughs> level bajillion t in the first two stages and then just walk through the rest of it also uh one time uh in in one of my recent playthroughs uh the thing that i thought was really fascinating was i used uh, i think it's yell which raises your speed uh right? shout is the one that does just your brave scream is the one that does all of them i think you might be correct i think yell might be just speed yeah or brave and speed or something like yeah. that um but uh yeah, so yeah but basically then you become the flash well, and honestly, what it was, was I was fighting a bad guy where I could just keep far enough ahead of him to where I maxed out my speed. So my speed was, my speed was maximum. So F I was taking... Which is 50, because then if you're hasted, it's 100. Excellent. Um, so I was moving four times 
like I would get four turns for every one turn that they got. So I went and punched this guy. He immediately went down. So he summons his four demons. And then I moved and killed one, moved, killed two, moved, killed a third one. I was like, this is what it feels like to be Goku. Yes. Right? This. (laughs) This is what it is. You know, is that like everybody else is just standing still. And then all of a sudden it's like I hit them three times. It's like, but, you know, but but I only saw him move once. It's like, no, no. There were three strikes, you know, like so. So it has that kind of uh, uh, playability to it. Uh, it's just it's it's really the, and the fact that this game and I don't know too many games that do this and none that I've known to do it as well, that have the degree of custom ability of the characters, you know, like you want to be a monk, you make them into a monk. You want them to be a wizard, just make them into a wizard. You know, I mean, you can do whatever, you know? So, I mean... So many games uh... try the job system, but it's it's often monotonous at best and incredibly unsatisfying at worst. So, yeah. there, there's lots of RPGs that have the job system, but Tactics just nails it. Absolutely nails it. Absolutely. And, and I, um, I, I will say, uh, you, you gave me a little insight into maybe one of a very long list of qualities that sets the super fans of this game apart from the either normal fans or people who just don't like it, which is you did what a D and D player does, which is you projected story onto mm-hmm. something relatively mundane as getting several turns in a row. Right. Right. And, and we both do that. I think, people who it's like being colorblind right like people who don't see the world that way i'm like then how do you see it if your world is not made up of stories then what is it made up of (laughs) exactly um and so for me my my number one pick of uh of 2019 has to be the legend of zelda is it's so so impressive i had to make say it all (laughs) (laughs) no i mean (laughs) when i was going through this list you know i I, the first time when you sent it to me i I, you know i kind of skimmed through it i was like oh this was a good game this was a good game and i was like oh right we played the og legend of zelda this last year i mean it's gotta be that one you know like it's just (laughs) it's gotta be i mean i mean it's just it, it, it made a bajillion game a, a million look how many games there are right and, and so I, I promise i'll just stop quoting ego but uh but no i mean like it's honestly the legend of zelda franchise is one that is just very near and dear to my heart i don't think anybody that knows me would be wildly surprised certainly nobody listening to this podcast would be wildly surprised um and honestly you know i think that this game is so it's it's so good that literally the most recent Zelda game used it for the return to form, you know? So like, yeah, not, they're like, not the we, one right before it, not an all time favorite. They went back to, back to, uh, what would you call it? Primary sources. <laughs> yeah. Back to the beginning, you know? And so when we went through and played it, honestly, I got about halfway through and the game is notoriously convoluted, right? But I got about halfway through the game before I said like, okay, let me just double check this. But even then it wasn't some convoluted walkthrough that I had to do. I just literally just, you know, looked at a map and it said, here's where the entrance is. I was like, oh, right. And then I just went there and just bummed about the dungeon um you know i mean the fact that you can kind of get items in any order you can explore at your leisure you know there are some areas that you can get to that you totally shouldn't be in and you'll just get your lunch done at you know i that's something that i particularly love in video games because it gives you an ultimate feel for power creep you know because 
Like the world is just hostile. It's not holding your hand, you know, like it's not telling you like, okay, now go here. Now go here. No, 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 don't go over there. And sometimes completely locking you off from that. It says like, go, go wherever you want. Just some places you really shouldn't go. So, you know, be careful. Um, Like it's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's a great game. I mean, honestly, to me, the biggest difference between it and uh, uh, what, what, Breath of the I'm Wild. Thinking when, I was going to say, I was thinking Wind Waker, and that's not right. Uh, Breath of the Wild. The only difference between it and Breath of the Wild is just dimensions and scale, you know? So, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, Breath of the Wild is doing things, and, and we don't have to go into like how the, the, uh, the dungeons are broken up across many small shrines as opposed to like a lot, fewer larger dungeons, but the main thing that sets Breath of the Wild apart is what Kojima was going for with Metal Gear, right? Because in Metal Gear, they wanted you to feel a certain way and, you know, behave a certain way because of those feelings. And they didn't really nail that for the first several games until Metal Gear Solid came along and they were like, okay, now we have the technology. With Breath of the Wild they were trying to nail a feeling they had already successfully nailed several times and then said, okay, what new fun things can we do mechanically, right? Like being Mm -hmm. able to surf on your shield, right? You couldn't do that in the Nintendo one and you probably shouldn't have done and it would have been silly, right? But but now in Breath (laughs) of the Wild, it makes sense. But, but they'd already nailed the feeling, right? This is exactly like what I was, I was gushing about smash is like, they'd already nailed what they were going for. It's just now we can do more of it. Right. And so, uh, so yeah, so for me, that was, that was number one. And so the, the, the big thing, the one big, big thing, the big takeaway is if we don't play Ocarina of Time in 2020, (laughs) I will. The curtain falls. The music plays. The credits roll. Then it all fades to black. And you're left by yourself The fanfare is gone There's no player two There by your side to share victories won But as you slowly progress Down the hall to your bed A few great events Leak back into your head From the time that you spent Traversing the land Battling evil Fighting the darkness Just sword in hand Your memories creeping With the end of a smile You realize again What you lost for a while You're gonna think back much less On how you saved the day The 